Welcome back to the weekly rundown from the Minnesota Daily. I am your host, Anna Landis, our sports editor, with episode 40. And today I am joined by Tony Liebert, our women's basketball reporter. Hi, Tony. Hi, how's it going? I'm good, thank you. And today we are here to discuss some of the recent shakeups with the women's basketball team here at Minnesota. Since the end of the season, there have been some people entering the transfer portal, as well as a big career achievement for head coach Lindsey Whalen. So, Tony, if you could first just give us a sort of lay of the land and sort of how the regular season and their short postseason sort of played out. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, the college basketball season for the men's and women's wrapped up over the weekend. Um, and the Gopher season wrapped up uh, early in March. They finished with a 15-18 and 18 overall record. Um, they were 7-11 and 11 in the Big Ten Conference. And um, they were knocked out in the first round of the uh, Big Ten tournament in March. They lost to Northwestern, and it looked like their season was going to be over, but they got invited to the women's uh, NIT tournament, which is a tournament for all of the teams that don't get invited to the NCAA tournament, the March Madness one, the one that everyone knows. And it gives them a chance to compete in the postseason against uh teams in other conferences and get, just play more basketball. And um, the Gophers won their first-round game against Wisconsin Green Bay, um, but then they were knocked out of the second round against um, South Dakota State. So then, I guess, fast-forward to now, like Anna said, there is a lot of uh, shakeups with the roster. Um, during the season... Uh, there were two players that entered the transfer portal, uh, Jasmine Powell in January and um, Clark Sconiers uh, also did during the season, and uh, Aaron Hedman did in early March. So Jasmine Powell was a three-year starter at point guard and was a big contributor. Clark Sconiers and Aaron Hedman were both uh, played more of a reserve role this season, but uh, they were involved with the team. And then since then, there have been three other players that have joined the transfer portal. Junior leading scorer Sarah Scalia, um, redshirt junior uh, Caddy Sizoko, and sophomore Alexia Smith, bringing the total to six um, since the start of the 2022 year. Right. So during the season when they lost um, Powell and those other players, what sort of adjustments did they have to make? Uh, yeah, so Powell has been the team's uh, point guard for really all three of her seasons, um, and she uh, is, was one of their best players. She ran, ran the offense. She averaged um, this season 12.4 points per game, uh, 5.7 assists, and 4.4 rebounds. Um, her point total was second on the team. Uh, the 5.7 assists ranked first, and 4.4 rebounds was third. So that's a lot of production they lost. And um, the team kind of leaned on Sarah Scalia even more, who's been a major contributor, and she took on more of the point guard role and facilitator role, and her scoring even increased more to um, 17.9 points per game. And then um, players like uh, senior Godiva Hubbard and uh, sophomore Alexia Smith, they both, both took on a bigger role. Um, but you could tell they were kind of missing the true point guard they had earlier in the season. And uh, 
they were they were able to uh, rattle off some big wins at the end of the year, and they were playing good basketball in March. But uh, you could tell that they were missing their uh, leader at the point guard position. Yeah, it seemed throughout this season, and you know maybe more so towards the end, they did really struggle, kind of closing out on games. I feel like there were a lot of like very close losses. You yeah. Know? So now with six people gone, they do have a pretty big hole in their roster. Um, they have a very high-caliber recruiting class coming in, which will partly help fill those spots. Um, but in the middle of covering all of these transfer portal stories, there was uh, some positive news for the Gophers that broke on Friday, the 1st of April. So what was that, Tony? So head coach Lindsey Whalen um, was inducted or – named to be inducted into the uh, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame in the 2022 class. The Basketball Hall of Fame is interesting because it's kind of different than any other sport. It's Mm -hmm. more encompassing of the sport as a whole. Like in sports like the NFL or MLB, it's just the NFL Hall of Fame and the MLB Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. But for basketball, it's basketball as a whole. Yeah. Um, So Lindsey Whalen got recognized as one of the more influential members in the game of basketball let alone women's basketball so that that was definitely very um cool to see her get her deserved recognition uh admits maybe a disappointing season she's still uh one of the biggest names in the history of women's basketball so it was great to see her finally get recognized yeah i mean lindsey whalen is one of the most noteworthy female athletes to come out of the state of minnesota so very well deserved recognition there Um, unfortunate that players are choosing to leave the program at the same time, but that is their own decision and it doesn't necessarily have to do with a coach all of the time. And it is, um, easier for them to do that now. But with that said, who will be joining the program next year to try and come in and fill some of those empty spots? Right. And I briefly mentioned it earlier, but Could you explain just the changes um, to the transfer portal that have been made in the past couple years? And in particular, that rule about having to sit out a year after transferring is no longer a thing anymore, right? You've been able to transfer and uh, have immediate eligibility when in the past you had to sit out a year. And that's kind of what's causing this influx of more players doing it. Yeah, sort of a more fluid situation. And I think in this conversation about the transfer portal, it's important to keep in mind that these are not just athletes, they are also students. So that is a big of influence as playing in some cases. And it's important to, you know, facilitate an environment where they can get their education and just go to school. Because that um, was the NCAA's argument in court during some of the proceedings to try and change the rules related to name, image, and likeness. Their argument in a court of law was that at the time they did not want to pay players because they were paying them in effect by giving them an education. So to be able to complete their education or pursue their education elsewhere is probably a large motivating factor for some athletes, and it's not necessarily always because of a coach. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. And uh, as for the team next year, the Gophers are losing uh, the majority of the team they had this year. Uh, like I said, Jasmine Powell, um, Sarah Scalia, Caddy Sizoko, Alexia Smith are joining Aaron Hedman and Clark Sconiers in the transfer portal. And then on top of that, 
um, Deja Winters, Godiva Hubbard, um, Laura Bagwell Catalinich, and Bailey Helgren are all graduating. So oh, that, they are. Yeah, so that makes um, 10 total players that are either graduating or entering the transfer portal. So that um, only leaves three players as of now that are for sure returning to the team next year. Um, freshman Alana Machow had a uh, really gr- uh, solid freshman year where she showed some uh, some of her potential that she could be a great player in the Big Ten. Um, and she's the only returning player who really had a major role on the team as uh, Katie uh, Barowitz um, injured her back at the start of the year and she sat out the entire season. Um, she's a sophomore guard. She played a little bit as a freshman. Um, so she'll probably have a large role next season. She scored almost, um, she scored over 2,000 points in high school in Roseau, Minnesota. So she'll probably have a big role. And then Maggie Cezano, um, redshirted this year as a true freshman. So she'll be a redshirt freshman next year. Um, but so those three players are going to join a pretty big recruiting class. Right. And, you know, on the men's side here at Minnesota, we did see a sort of similar exodus of players. Um, Last year, that was precipitated by a coaching change on the men's basketball team here. So a little different situation, but they were able to get new people in and, you know, have a pretty decent year. So how um, is the recruiting class coming in looking like? They are 10th ranked by ESPN, right? Yeah. um, So... Uh, this is the highest-ranked recruiting class in the history of the program. Um, ESPN ranks it 10th best in the entire country. Um, and uh, Lindsey Whalen did a great job recruiting some in-state talent, four players from Minnesota. Um, the highest-ranked player is Mara Braun from Wyzetta, who's ranked um, as the 28th best player in the country. Um, and... Sister of current uh, men's basketball standout, Jamison Battle, Amaya Battle. Um, she comes in as the 39th best player in the country. Um, and then Mallory Heyer ranks 55th from uh, Chaska, Minnesota. She is a six foot one forward, so she'll bring some size for the Gophers. And then um, six, foot one, six foot forward Nia Holloway uh, rounds out the group. Uh, she ranks as the 90th best player in the country from Eden Prairie. Yeah, and basketball, high school basketball, AAU basketball uh, in Minnesota has really grown over the last few years and has started to produce really quality athletes that can compete at the college level. So it's exciting to sort of um, bring in those names people may be familiar with, certainly exciting for fans. But, you know, with a whole new group of people aside from three roster spots, what are you sort of expecting um, from the team next season? Yeah, um, so as much as the transfer portal sometimes feels like it takes away players from your team, you can also uh, get a lot of players. Mm -hmm. And with so many leaving, I would expect uh, Coach Whalen and the program to be uh, pretty – active in the offseason, uh, looking for more players to add. Um, last offseason, they added uh, Deja Winters from North Carolina A&T and Bailey Helgren from Kansas. Um, so uh, Coach Whalen's definitely shown uh, the willingness to add players from the transfer portal, so I think um, they definitely could do that again. But as for the players currently on the team, um, 
it, it they do have a lot of talent. Like Katie Barowitz and uh, Alana Michelle are two very talented players, and I think they could be uh, very good players in the Big Ten. And then they're like uh, we just went through; they're joining a very highly touted recruiting class. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, they're going to be a very young team, and it's still very early in the process because I would honestly expect them to add as many as four or five players from the transfer portal because right now they only have uh, seven people on the team. And last year they had, uh, I think, like 13 or 14 scholarship players. Yeah. And so uh, it might be a little too early to tell exactly their uh, ceiling um, as a team. But, like, Lindsey Whalen's uh, still a very big name in the women's basketball community, so I think – she might be able to draw some big names in the transfer portal, but uh, as of now, it, it it it's not looking like they're going to compete for a Big Ten championship. Yeah. Um. But they have a high ceiling. They have very talented players on their team, so th- they compete with some of the best teams in the Big Ten. But mm-hmm. um, I I'd probably say they're going to ha- kind of have a similar year that they had this year. A lot of moving parts again. Right. And Tony, now that women's basketball has finished up you have moved over to helping us with our baseball coverage um the team is now on a two game win streak winning uh tonight april 12th over st thomas in a 2-1 win um after winning on sunday 4-3 to maryland but overall the team is 10 and 20 so what have you seen from the team so far what uh what are they struggling with yeah, um, so um, head coach uh, John Anderson, obviously uh, one of the more veteran coaches in the sport of baseball. He's had plenty of experience. Um, past two seasons, they've kind of struggled with uh, consistency. They had a really down year last year, yeah. and uh, I, they're kind of having the same problems this year. Uh, they're not getting um, too much production at the uh, on the offensive side of the of the field, um, they're falling down early in a lot of these games. They're starting pitching, struggling, and kind of putting them in a hole at the start of the games. And their offense isn't as, isn't explosive enough to pull them out. Yeah. And it, it, it's kind of the same issue they had last year. Like, uh, they go through stretches where they look like a good team, and they're they're sticking with, uh with whoever they're playing, but it's just, it's just a consistency thing. They're just, they've just been up and down and they just can't seem to get on a roll uh, like they have in past years. Yeah. And, you know, developing that consistency will be even more important now that they've moved into big 10 play. Uh, They are facing off against the Iowa Hawkeyes this weekend, um, a big rivalry uh, for the fans. So we will see if they can sort of, even out and and get some consistency going against the Hawkeyes, uh, and we will be keeping up with your coverage there for the rest of the season. And Tony, thank you so much for being here today. Before you go, uh, I would just like to give a moment uh, for you to give your Twitter handle to people. We are very active on Twitter as a sports desk. That's where a lot of our breaking news and live tweeting happens. Um, so if you're interested. Um, you know, you can give Tony a follow uh, and the rest of us here uh, at The Daily. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Tony Liebert. That is T-O-N-Y-L-I-E-B-E-R-T. And, yeah, uh, 
I I I try to tweet everything uh, go for sports and uh, if you're a fan of go for sports, give me a follow. Tony, again, thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening. Uh, I'm your host, Anna Landis, and this has been the weekly rundown from the Minnesota Daily. Tune in to our next episode where we sit down with our men's hockey reporter, Michael Line, uh, to discuss his reporting trip to Boston to the Frozen Four to cover the men's hockey team.